0: This is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right.
1: Oh, what's he going to (laughs) do? Oh, come on. I'm with you. Thank Uh you. Yeah, I'm (laughs) with
0: you. Todd, I knew we'd agree (laughs) on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio, with thanks to Heritage
1: Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender, here's Todd Burgess.
0: Thanks for joining us for the podcast once again today. Greg Snow joining us in studio today as uh, we or might be getting out on the golf course a little bit yet this week. That's kind of nice. It's it's a little chilly. We might talk about that here in a minute. But, of course, it's a Vikings Monday, uh, and we are a sports talk podcast. Golf is sports. Uh, It is, uh, but uh, not as important as the Vikings, Uh, at least today it isn't.
1: I gave Todd a little side-eye <laughs> <laughs> look there, like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah,
0: well, are you sure? Well, yeah, you know, maybe for you, golf is clearly more important because that's how you make your living. Uh, but what a game, again, for the Vikings. Uh, part of the amazement for me is the whole Josh Dobbs thing, obviously, but so many other injuries. No Jefferson, no Osborne. Uh, offensive line, Darasau has been in and out of the lineup. A new left guard in Reisner from when they started the year. Hicks goes out uh, early in the game, gashed open his chin and couldn't continue. They have an undrafted rookie as the middle linebacker with the green dot on his helmet calling plays. An undrafted rookie uh, secondary. Cornerbacks are injured. Everybody's down and yet they win against a decent team in the Saints. They're in a terrific team but yet... uh, Pretty exciting stuff, really, for the Vikes.
1: Yeah, Saints had some high aspirations. I think they still do because of their record, because of their division, because of their schedule. Their schedule was pretty weak going into this, so they have a lot of reasons to be hopeful. But I think that's why the Vikings fans, like me uh, and you, Todd, were maybe excited about winning this game, the possibilities. Because we looked at the schedule and said, wait a minute. They they haven't played anybody, and at the beginning of the year, I mean, Vikings. I I think people forget this. Vikings had to play a first place schedule, yeah, because of the thirteen wins last year. Yeah, now it hasn't panned out that way. No, the schedule looks a little softer than what a first place schedule. But that's the difference from year to year. Yeah, Todd, it shows you how stupid many of us are in sports. I had no aspiration this happening. I complained about depth. Yep. I complained about some of the people they drafted. Yeah, and all these things are, are valid really complaints. Opposite. Yeah, but they're all coming not to fruition. I, it's I a, mean, it's just they've overcome crazy. They've yeah. overcome it all. Yeah, I, I don't get it.
0: I, I I think that Kevin O'Connell should be uh, in the running for coach of the year. It's either him or D'Amico Ryan's down at Houston. The mm, Texans have mm-hmm. really done something down there. Uh, two with a rookie QB yep. who's almost playing his way into the MVP conversation down there. But for the Vikings. Uh, for, for Josh Dobbs, there's got to be some award for him. I, I know it's only a game and a half so far. Let's see how it goes. You, you can see why he slipped to fourth uh, round coming out of college and why he's bounced around so much. He doesn't have a rocket launcher for an arm. Right. And I'm suspecting that he also hasn't always made the terrific decisions with the ball that he's made with the Vikings so far. But sometimes uh, uh, it's kismet. The right quarterback finds his way with the right coach. And that appears to be the case with him here.
1: Gino Smith kind of fell into this category as well. Yeah, when I mean, he saw him with Seattle, where it was like he's a journeyman, 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 and now he's a franchise guy, more or less. Which yeah. again, maybe the wrong word, but yeah. Dobbs, you saw in the second half, Todd, some things of, that concern you with Dobbs. He's had a couple short arm throws. Yep, uh, that ended up like at Hawkins. Got feet. a little nervous. It looked, yeah. Like. Grabbed yep. his helmet. Like I should have made that completion. Yeah, which he should have. Yeah, a couple of those that yep. you know when when we were kind of getting nervous. Yep. Like wait a minute. Can't blow a big lead. Here come the Saints. Yeah, because O'Connell got conservative with the play calling. It seemed, and the worst decision we made was high low and Derek Carr. Yeah, right, (laughs) right, right. (laughs) When you high low, how is that not a penalty? First of all, but secondly, when you high low, the guy who only had fifty yards passing up to that point, and then Jameis starts warming up over there. You're like, I don't know that this is a good thing. I know I wasn't sure either, And and he just came in slinging it. And you know what he did? That was I applaud. He went to his best player. Yeah. Olave. Olave was not targeted hardly at all, and then all of a sudden he's like, well, that's our dude. Yeah. Why Why don't you throw to your dude? Yeah. And he made some incredible catches. Black, uh, I think it was, was it Murphy that got burnt both yes, times? Yes, both times. Both balls, very defendable. Yeah. Didn't defend either one. No. Applaud the offense, right? Hand clap, but then we as Vikings fans go... Come make on. the play. At you least one make of them. Play. I thought it was one a 50-50
0: ball. One of the two. That's right. It's a 50-50 ball. Where's it was 50? It was a no. 0-100 both it was. times. It was.
1: And Jameis, oh, rocket to that Perry guy. No, it wasn't a rocket. No. no, I mean, he had that read perfectly, and he just, these guys are mistimed. Even on the interception, Todd, Oh, uh, that was Blackman, right? The rookie? Yeah. He yeah. mistimed his jump. Yeah, and he's coming down, and I'm like, if a wide, if Olave was just that much closer, he'd have stole it from you. Yeah. Come on, guys. These are things that we got to
0: – you don't just leave college and forget how to time a jump. Yeah. Well, it's an innate skill, though. Right. Uh, so maybe he never had it maybe he never had it yeah. right yeah. and it's like it's about tracking the ball in the air yes. again an innate skill that can't be taught you have to have that ability to track the ball in the air so i watch a ton of volleyball right yeah with my daughters that's the number one thing i look
1: for yeah what is their timing like yeah. can they time a ball to where they're at the peak of their jump yeah. when they hit it yeah. and you can see probably in the first five attempts whether they got it or not yeah and yeah. you're right i don't know how you coach that out you can't you, you either have it or you don't yeah, right yep. so anyways big win for the vikes todd i i am just just enamored by what's happening i'm ex- I'm excited because i think now the vikings who were big kurt believers can see life after kurt yeah we can i still think i'm to this day right here i'm still in. am kurt yeah. but the price is going down
0: yeah but you <laughs> saw the article I sent you right yes and that group text the valuation that spot track has mm-hmm. him on is way more than mm-hmm. than what I thought even and I was quite a bit higher than what you thought yeah uh we'll see how if cousins holds out for he always has market value yes. dollars he hasn't given a discount yet to the Vikings and, so. and my buddy sent me something that says here's here's the five teams that we are willing
1: to overpay well you know Raiders, a couple of others that Saints might be one that would be willing to overpay yeah you know are the Vikings willing to over and I hate to say overpay, but pay more than obviously what you maybe maybe Kevin is just this magical, but he also said, remember back to the Super Bowl year for the Rams guys were running open all the time yeah St- play design. Matthew Stafford looked a lot better than he did when he was with Detroit. Yeah, he did. There's something there, and O'Connell there was the coach. That's he right. was the offensive coordinator. Yeah, you know that was not kind the of, play caller. No, but, but he was the one that was sitting in
0: that room and designing the offense yes, along with McVay. Guys were running open all the time. Yeah, and he's doing it again with the Vikings. Yes, and this is why I was wanted him to have an offensive minded head coach. Yes, because when things go haywire. At the most important position in all of sport, which is quarterback, you have a guy who understands how to fix it and how to get by with what you have. If Mike Zimmer was in charge of this team, they'd be full-on tank. I uh, think so. Yeah, because they, they, wouldn't, they would not have recovered uh, like they have here. I really, When Justin Jefferson went down, there wasn't a person on the planet that said, oh, the Vikings are about to go on a win streak. 5-0. It's amazing. So <laughs> with on. that begs the question. How important is it? I know it's only five games, but how important is it really to have a top three wide receiver in the league. I'm
1: wrestling with this one because, again, you and I had this conversation mm-hmm. about potential to trade him at the end of this offseason. And the load What's you would get for look like? him. Yeah, I think you would, right? Because so other teams find value in it. We find value in it. We've always seemed to have had a really good wide receiver. Yeah. It's been a while. I, I can't think back to when the Vikings were really horrid at wide yeah. receiver.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But you, I always said this about the Brett Favre era. Sidney Rice wasn't a good wide receiver until Brett Favre came. That's right. And then he wasn't much afterwards when he went to Seattle. No, that's so right. So sometimes the quarterback makes good receivers. Now that isn't the case with Jefferson. No. We we agree with that, yeah. right? We've seen this with Diggs too. Yeah. Diggs went played for three different quarterbacks in his career. Yeah. None he, of them have he'd made be him. fine. Yeah, yeah, he's good. So yeah. so there's some of those scenarios. So I don't know, I don't know, Todd. I, I'm I'm so torn on that one too. My gut says keep him because people love him, and we want to we want that jersey brand. We want to see number 18 on people when they're walking around. Yeah you get rid of all your superstars i i'm not sure i'm not convinced anymore that addison is going to be superstar i think he's
0: low end he's a good wr1 he's a, and a good two he's a real good wr2 yeah i yeah. i'm i'm he's on board with not that quite big enough although there are smaller like tyreek isn't very big but he doesn't have tyreek's so, speed right he's so but, fast. but he's got plenty of speed but he doesn't quite now he'll get bigger and stronger i don't know that he'll get a lot taller But he should get stronger. He should be able to fight for the 50-50 balls better. He isn't really good at that right now, at at going up for contested balls. And he certainly is not a good enough blocker in the flanker screen game. They need to throw him the football on the flanker screen game, not ask him to block because he doesn't pull it off. Right. Didn't he get Uh, Jefferson killed earlier in this year when he missed one? I think it was game
1: two or something.
0: But, again, you don't necessarily need an alpha, it wouldn't appear. At that position, I don't know. I'm not sitting here necessarily advocating to trade Justin Jefferson. It just is something I think you need to look at. Yeah. And I think what will present itself is what do they do with Cousins? Mm-hmm. Do they bring him back? Yes. And then if indeed you pay market value for Cousins, which we see as forty million for three years, is about what what uh, the Spot Track website, mm-hmm. which a lot of NFL analysts and TV analysts use as the one to estimate salaries going forward. Uh, then I don't know that you can keep both him and Jefferson. Or if you do, you're going to hurt your depth again. If they don't sign Cousins, then maybe you do sign Jefferson because you've got the salary cap.
1: Daniel Hunter fits into that equation, too. These are three guys that have to be paid or not paid. One or the other. I I don't know what what you want to decide to do there because I'm I'm struggling with all of it. I don't think you can get all
0: three of them. It's Hunter's injury history that scares me. And he's having a a defensive player of the year type of season. Uh, So if he registers 18 19 sacks this year as well as being among the league leaders and tackles for loss on top of leading the league in sacks what's he going to command and he's had plenty of injuries in his career he's missed two full seasons with the vikings due to injuries so i'm not sure i'm going to break the bank on on daniel hunter this might be a bill belichick moment and what I mean by that, those of you who have listened to us in the past, is
1: Bill Belichick knew the perfect time to get rid of him, a, year a superstar. Life. Yeah, a year before everybody thinks. Yeah. And he was the master at it. Now, yep. right now, he some something happened Right over now, there. it's clueless. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's <in> sports. <laughs> I know. And the commentator said yeah. they're drafting terribly. Well, anyways. And that's this Belichick. Mi- this might be the case with Hunt, Daniil Hunter. I could be on board with that. Okay. Yeah. You know what? If you let him walk or if you somehow, I don't know how you do a sign-in. You don't hear many sign-in trades. In and yeah, I don't know ball. how that works. Um, but, again, I don't think you're going to get much from him, but
0: maybe you can't pay him. Yeah. Uh, and we'll and see. That's, there goes that. Now, Sue Ann always tells me that the salary cap is a cap in quotations, yeah. that there's lots of ways around it. There's voidable years yes. and, and all of this. You can kick the can. Sure. So yeah, we'll, you can pay we'll, him in 2032. We'll see what happens with that. Again, those are the guys. But right now, that's next year, focusing mm-hmm. on this season. They sure look like a playoff team and maybe even one that can make something happen in the playoffs. I mean, why not just get in the tournament and who knows what can happen? And certainly with Dobbs, now I think he's going to have, I know he will, he'll have a bad game or two before the end of the season and may indeed prove why he's on his seventh NFL team. I hope not. Let's say Dobbs plays like this the rest of the year, doesn't turn the ball over, zero turnovers yesterday, uh, and and continues to provide... Uh, Key third downs and fourth downs and touchdowns. The Vikings have struggled inside Mm -hmm. the five-yard line. What, what 30th in the NFL and first and goal inside the five? Something like that. Well, he gives you a weapon Mm -hmm. in that regard, as we saw again yesterday. So if he continues to play like this... You almost have to consider him as your starter going forward instead of Kirk Cousins. Well, because of the dollar, yeah.
1: I think that's. I don't think anybody would sit here and say uh, Dobbs is better than Cousins. No, I. I, I just can't see anybody saying that. Yeah. Even though they provide not, a different dynamic, not yet. Well, he's on his seventh team. I know. I mean, this is, doesn't happen by accident. Well, you know, and I brought up him.
0: yesterday on Facebook. Remember Kurt Warner? Kurt yeah. Warner bounced around. He was in the arena in league. In the arena league, yeah. It sometimes it just takes the right coach to find you. And and identify your skill set and set up an offense to match your skill set and they can coach you up. To be a better player than you actually are, Kevin deserves a lot of credit for this.
1: I know tons of credit. Tons. for this. So the Hawkinson unlocking yesterday. Uh, I always said the Hawk was probably going to be the wide receiver two, yeah. even though he's a tight end. Yeah. Well, that came true yesterday. He was
0: wide receiver one. Yeah. yeah he was yeah. ten
1: catches and a half is somewhat yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. So is it something the Saints did, Todd? Were you able to notice? I mean, that left tight end open. Uh, hard hard I, for us just, to see it. I don't. Know. I don't. Yeah, I never
0: heard that up
1: leading up of yeah. their bat against the tight end. You know, yeah. I would, I listen to some fantasy football shows. Sure, although I've kind of got disinterested when all my players got injured. Yeah, my <laughs> my team stinks. <laughs> my it's terrible. amazing how disinterested yeah, you get when I know. your fantasy football. And team I'm the stinks. commissioner, and <laughs> I don't I don't care. So, but I I, I like that because he was supposed to be on limited snaps. Well, yeah. when you have ten catches, what is it? Every time he played, did they threw it to him. Yeah, he
0: didn't play much the second half.
1: Right, yeah. and and that was probably the the right player. You he know, probably I mean, was in
0: pain. You know, he's got an oblique tear and a rib contusion. I mean, that's super painful. Probably can't, you know, injure it further. That's why he's out there playing. the miracle of medicine and, medicine yeah. and injections uh, to help him with the pain.
1: Well, we got the extra day to rest as a Monday night game next week yeah. against Denver.
0: Uh, no, it's Sunday night. Isn't it? Yeah, oh, it's
1: Sunday night. That's right. Okay. The following
0: week is the Monday night. Oh, so we go Sunday night, Monday night. Maybe. Wait, is that
1: the Bears? Yeah, they're going to flex They could out. flex the Monday night to, game. don't they?
0: Yeah. This week is staying. I saw that. They could flex them out of the yeah. Monday night
1: Well, that's game. a pretty good game. Denver's playing better. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that this could yeah. be a fun game. I yeah, think the, absolutely. I, the
0: Vikings open as underdogs. Right. So, they did against the Saints. Yeah, and that did surprise me yeah, some. At home. It, it had to be because, well, Josh Dobbs can't do it again. Right. <laughs> and, and and he did. So now I think they'll start to give him some credit maybe after this most recent victory you, when it comes to the line. You wonder
1: how the analytic machine throws in, Josh Dobbs just got there. I know. I know. The How analytic the AI can't figure no, that out. No that's human element. Yeah. Because that's the only reason the Vikings
0: would have been dogs. Underdogs to the Saints. Yes. I mean, like you just chronicled, they had a nice record, but who did they play uh, prior to that? So, hey, did you watch any of the Timberwolves game last night? Did I watch them? I think I've seen all of them. uh, What what a fun game to Mm -hmm. watch. The third quarter in particular to just carve up Golden State like Mm -hmm. they did. And I thought that was as good as I've seen Carl Anthony Towns play. Carl's getting better. I, I'm. You see, I'm smiling here, Todd,
1: um, because I'm having to eat a little bit of crow. I, I wanted him gone. I, you and both and both. I still kind of want him gone. He only had, I think, he had one offensive foul yesterday. Yeah. So that's pretty good. It's we'll take better. that. Um, they're finally starting to talk verbally about him stop hooking. Yeah. Because he loves that little hook move. Yeah. And Steve Kerr actually asked the officials to watch it. So sure. I think Carl. As, as much as I don't think he's very smart, maybe he's smart enough to know, well, I got to stop doing that. Yeah. They're not changing the call. It is I'm the one who has year. to change. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the one who has to change. I got to stop hooking as yeah. I'm driving. Yeah. Carl's looking better. We're better than Golden State, Todd. Yeah. Yes. You can see it. I mean, I it's, know. it's glaringly obvious. I haven't
0: said that for how many no. years ever?
1: And Golden State knows it. Now, yeah. they could beat us Tuesday. Yeah. And when you go back to back and yeah. play at their place both times, they could beat us. Yeah. I still believe we're a better team than them. Yeah. And I think the league is noticing i think so we're, too we're deep we've got we've got guys playing well conley's playing awesome gobert's playing at defensive player of the year level
0: outside of his free throw shooting free
1: throw shooting has tanked a little bit but early in the year it was good so hopefully i think he'll get it back um kyle anderson is a perfect fit for this team i don't know good how that landed yeah it helps with depth. the depth yep. and jade mcdaniel still gets a rough whistle
0: yeah yeah <laughs> And it's somewhat deserved, though. You know what I noticed uh, last night in particular about McDaniels is he keeps adding to his game. Mm-hmm. His handle is outstanding. outstanding. For a 6'11 small forward, for him to have the handle that he showed last night a few times, yep. pretty crazy. Uh, for a guy that tall, he he has Victor Wembanyama skills. Oh man, because he's not quite that tall. Crazy but... long arms.
1: Yes, uh, he's got some good ball handling skills. He gets good mid range. He's a good three point shooter. Can shoot the and three. Ant's passing the ball.
0: Well, yeah.
1: yeah, sometimes. Oh no, he still isolates a little bit. A lot. Don't get me wrong. A lot. But this is way better version of Ant.
0: It is. This is the best version. I'm hoping it's rubbing off on Carl. I I uh, yeah. You know. Again, last night, so Towns has that stretch in the end of the third quarter where he scores eight straight points for the Timberwolves, including a couple of threes, Mm -hmm. and just doing it seamlessly within the framework of the offense. What happened the next five possessions? The ball got to Ant. He dribbled out the clock and took the shot himself. It was kind of like, no, no, Carl, this is my team now. So, yeah, nice little run there. It's time for me to start shooting the ball. And I really think he thinks like that. I hope you're wrong. I think he does.
1: <laughs> um, it, it, I know the I know the possessions you were talking about, and yep. I, I don't disagree. There's times where it's like, Ant, hey, you got to keep moving it." Nope,
0: got to him and stuck. But and he dribble, 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 and shoot a fadeaway three, yeah. and he didn't that make is any. Unbelievably selfish. One for nine on threes. Yeah. Now, if he wants to dribble, dribble, and attack, and get to the free throw line, or score a free throw, or find a teammate, or even not hit the shot, but but attack the rim, okay, but to dribble, 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 and step back 28-foot fadeaway, I'm not a fan. And he needs to get that out of his game. I think it's coming out. I, I'm,
1: I've am i seen good progress with him. Everybody in the league has seen good progress with him. He's a top 20 player, no question asked. Yeah. Again, you can put him as high up as you want. but
0: Top 15 is all NBA, yeah, and that's when they get these massive contracts, although he already got his deal. Yeah, L, and
1: he's going to get another one. Yeah.
0: He's so young. So yeah. anyways, yeah, yeah,
1: it's all good, Todd. I love me some T-Wolves. That's They're right. playing great.
0: Greg, thanks so much. See Thank you on the you. golf course sometime yes. this week. I didn't get a chance to ask you about the golf, but it's all out of time now in the Todd and Friends Podcast. It's brought to you by Heritage Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender.
1: Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends Podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.